we're, we're going to kind of wrap up our underrated series. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this series as, as much as I have, because I really think um, that, that this hits uh, a real nerve with, with high school students and with um, just knowing how that God wants to use you in your walk with God and in the church um, as a whole. So here's the thing that we're going to look at tonight is this weird tension that happens between um, teenagers and adults. Right? There's this weird tension that, some, that can happen between teenagers and adults, you know, meaning maybe it's your parents, uh, maybe it's just other you know, uh, adults, as in you know, teachers or grandparents or whatever. You know, because it's kind of this thing where you have like the old, listen guys, you have like this old people planet, right? And so on the old people planet, they don't understand things on the teenager planet, right? So on the old people planet, they get things like taxes and insurance and grocery shopping, things that maybe on the, on the teenager planet aren't that important or you don't necessarily get. What's that? I saw all of the people that were married. You did? Where have you been? Yeah. But anyway, we'll, 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 we'll continue. But here's the thing. There are things on the teenager planet that totally confuses and gets old people, right? Things like on the old people planet, like social media, like music, technology, pop culture. I mean, I, I say this, I know I say this a lot, but I, I'm generally the age of a lot of your parents. And, and I, I kind of try to, as a youth pastor, stay up on what's going on. But there are still times here recently that I'm like, I'm kind of feeling a little out of touch with, you know, and I've got to come to some students and be like, hey, can you fill me in on what this means? Because I have no idea. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look at the screen. The obvious truth is this. Being younger means you're different than the adults in your life. Being younger means that you are different than the adults that are in your, in your life. You see, here's the thing that we need to understand, that anytime two groups of people are different, there are going to be tensions that arise. How many of you have tension between your parents? How many of you have tensions between like maybe teachers or coaches or other adults? Listen, other adults in your life. We all have those tensions because there are two groups of people that, that are different. You see, for adults and teenagers, that tension leads to a lot of negative opinions, right? Listen, there, there, there's a lot of negative opinions that can come. Maybe, it, maybe you're sitting there going, well, maybe it's not you know, from, a, from a teenager to an adult, but maybe we, we talked about this, I think, last week where we adults to teenagers. There, there's, some, there's some negative thing. But here's the thing. Neither group does a great job of believing the best about each other sometimes. Sometimes those that are on the, the, the old people planet, they look at the young people planet and they're like, man, those kids make no sense. And there's some of you that are on the teenager planet and you're looking at the old people planet and you're like, I don't get them. Why, you know, how can they not operate a cell phone, right? How can they not do these simple things? Don't believe the best in someone else. You push them away and create distance between you and them. When you don't believe the best in someone else, you push them away and create distance between you and them. It's important that, that adults look at teenagers and that they believe the best in you, but it's also important that you believe the best about adults. You see, most, most of the time, I would say that teenagers are the ones that are pushing 
dolts away, completely tuning them out. But why is this? And right, because I've asked you to listen to me 10 times tonight, and you guys are still talking, so you're totally tuning me out. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So why do we do this? Why do we tune adults out in our lives? Because many times we have a lot of adults that are speaking in our lives. We have a lot of adults that are trying to, to persuade us or give us their opinion about their lives. For others, it's, a, it's hard to listen to people that we don't think that don't understand us. I mean, let's just be honest. There's, there's times in our lives that we just don't think that the, the adults in our lives understand who we are and, and what we're going through and what we're dealing with. But here's the thing that I want you to understand tonight, that if you walk away, one of the things that I want you to walk away with is this, is that adults do care about you. Adults do care about you. There are small group leaders in this room that don't have to give up their Sunday nights to come and to hang out with you and talk to you and, 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 and pour into you and help you in your relationship with God, but they do. There's, there's coaches that give of their time that you may say, hey, you know what? They don't act like they give a flying rip about me, but you know what? They give of their time to coach you and to help you make you better. There's teachers that go through college and they go through all of this time. They spend all of this time to educate themselves and how to teach you because they want to go and they want to help students succeed. You see, what if they actually serve a purpose in your life? What if the adults in your life actually serve a purpose? See, we've been talking about Paul the last couple weeks. We've been talking about um, a young man named Timothy who was very close to a lot of your age. And Paul was this legendary missionary in, 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 the, in Scripture and in the Bible. And, and he found this young guy by the name of Timothy, and he began to write to him and to pour into him. And that's where we, um, we kind of pick up again in this passage that's kind of been our key passage through this entire series. And it's this. It's 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you were young. But set an example to the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Now, I know I said a different word. It's actually in, that, in the NIV. It's, it's conduct. Um, I learned it as, as life. But it, 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 it means the same thing. So don't let anyone look down on you, but set, a, set an example to the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. That's so, so Paul is saying to Timothy, listen, don't let people look down on you. But you need to understand that you set the example. You set the example for them. So he says this in 1 Timothy 4.12. In the very next chapter, Paul continues his fatherly advice to Timothy, and he says this. He says, never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully as you would to your own father. Talk to, your, talk to younger men as you would to your own brothers. Treat older women as you should your mother and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. You see, what Paul is saying here is very simple. The way we treat others, younger and older, matters. The way that we treat others matters. He's saying, listen, treat, talk to older men and, 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 and women respectfully. Talk to them respectfully. Treat younger men and women as you would your brother or your sister. Now, for some of you, that's probably not the thing to do because, you know, I've known how you treat your brother or your sister. But here's the thing. For, 
think of that through the way that you should treat your brother or sister, right? So here's the thing. Timothy could have ignored what he said. Timothy could have, could have just ignored Paul and just thought, listen, this guy, this old guy is out of his mind. But he didn't. He realized that, that Paul knew what he was talking about, and he respected Paul as an older man, that he had something to give him. He had something to instill in him. And so he acted on it. So with Timothy, it, was, it all began with a willingness to listen to someone older than him. Now, again, we're talking a lot tonight about, obviously, how we talk and treat older people. And a lot of this, if you will take this and apply, will help you at home. Because some of you, the biggest arguments you have with your mom or your dad or even your grandma or your grandpa is because of the way that you speak to them, the way that you react to them. That is what gets you in trouble. So I hope that you will take some of this and think about how that you are treating older people, adults in your life, whether you're related to them or not. Think about how you respond to an Excuse me. Think about how you respond to the older people in your life. Are you treating them with respect? Do you, do you treat your mom and dad with respect? Do you, do you listen to them? Do you, do you listen to, to what they tell you to do? Are you, are you willing to learn from their experiences in their, in their life? I know this is kind of an old saying, but it's like I realized, I, I, I always thought when I was in high school, my dad was really dumb, and I was amazed at how smart he got as I got older. And that's not the truth. My dad was always smart. I just didn't listen to him in high school. And then after I got out of high school, it was like, man, my dad instilled, and even now as I'm beginning to instill into to my high school daughter and my middle school daughter and my elementary son, I am realizing some of those things that my dad said to me and how important those were and how valuable of a lesson that, that I wish I would have learned from him back then. You see, for some of you, it may be a thing of the adults maybe in your life have, have, have maybe made some mistakes and you're like, listen, I don't want to learn from them. I don't want to go down the road that they've gone. But here's the thing, even if that's the case, you can still gain wisdom from somebody that's gone down the wrong road. You can learn what you don't want to do because you can learn from their experiences. There were, there were family members in, 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 in my life that I didn't want to follow in their footsteps. I, didn't, I learned even though they had made some mistakes, I was able to learn from their mistakes and realize that's not what I want to do with my life. You see, wisdom is knowing what it takes to make better decisions. And that's why just because there may be an adult in your life that has made some poor decisions and, and that you don't agree with or you don't want to follow in their footsteps, you can learn from them how to make better decisions. You're able to figure out what needs to be done. You, have, you can have the ability to, to focus on the smart stuff and not the foolish stuff. So here's, here's, here's another thing that I want you to walk away with tonight. I want you to walk away knowing that adults care about you. But I also want you to know to give ownership to someone older. 
Give ownership to someone older. Give ownership to your life to to someone older than you. Allow them to speak into your life. You have something that so many of your friends could really use, and that's a good small group leader. Because we have some incredible small group leaders. Yeah, uh, yeah, shout out. I mean, seriously, we have some great small group leaders that do some great things. <laughs> they do some great things to pour into your life and to be there for you when you're going through those, those challenging times. You see, like Timothy, we need people in our lives that we can follow. We need, we need people that will guide us on a path that will bring us more joy and will bring us less regret. And that's what our small group leaders can do. That's why, that's why as 180, as a high school ministry, that's what we're here for. We want to see more of your friends and more students here so that we can, we can help them to, to walk through and navigate life like your small group leaders are doing for you. Because that's what we're here for. You see, the other thing that we need people in our lives to do is to, is to teach us to live more like Jesus. We, we need people in our lives to help us to, to live more like Jesus. And we also need people that will empower us to be more influential to the people around us. We need, we need adults that will help us to reach out to our friends and help us to reach out to, to those people in our schools that, that need Jesus, that need a relationship with him. You see, the number one thing that you have to decide when it comes to older people in your life is this, is will you listen? Will you listen to the people in your life? It's so funny, I was literally sitting this afternoon working on this message. And Kirsten and I are sitting on the sun porch and, and, and you know, now that she's got her driver's license and we're like, get a job, <laughs> you know, help us out with some money, you know, kind of thing. And, um, and so, you know, she was looking at this application and, and, and I was kind of just walking with her through it and, and uh, all of a sudden it got to the point of like needing a resume and I'm like, you really need a resume? You don't have anything to put on it, you know? <laughs> so, of course, I Google, you know, I'm, an, I'm a dad, I'm stupid. I, you know, I said, I Google, you know, what do you put on a 17-year-old resume that has no work experience? And so I started reading some of the, you know, things on there saying, like, what you would put on a resume and looking at it. And so I said, all right, sis. I said, do you have a resume? She said, well, yeah, we, we did one in English. I said, great. I said, pull, find that. So she pulls it up and so then I tell her, I'm like, okay, it was, it was pretty plain looking. It was like what you would do for a high school assignment. It was just, you know, typed up. And I said, okay, go to this. I told her to go to this certain website and, you know, so we could make something, make it look fancy. Because as a dad, as somebody who's been around the business world a while, I know that the better your resume looks, the more it jumps out in amongst the pile of resumes. So I said, told her, I said, here, look at these templates and find one that you like and and so she started filling everything in, and finally she got frustrated with me, you know, because, I mean, in, in her defense, the website was acting kind of screwy, and, and so she got mad. She's like, I just don't see why it's got to be like this fancy or whatever. And I'm like, so I'm like, because, 
And, and so she, she, I knew she was frustrated, so I just dropped it, and she walked out of the room with her laptop, and I quite, quite honestly thought she just went back to, I don't know, watch YouTube or whatever, you know, I, I didn't, and so, but here's the cool thing, and, and I'm giving her props for this tonight, as I walked out of the, I walked into the front room a little bit later, and there she was working on her resume, you know, and so, you see, that's the thing, is that when we listen, we have to decide as teenagers, are you going to listen to the adults in your life, because could she have, which I did, I was like, fine, you know, if you want to, just have some typed words on a page like everybody else, then turn your resume in like that. But if you want to stand out, see, there are, there are those people in our lives that they have experienced more things than, than you have. And so while you may look at them and say, that seems pretty dumb, I don't see the point, sometimes you have to be willing to trust the adults in your life to say, hey, listen, I know that they have my best interest in mind. I know they want the best for me. You see, we have to, when, when we have to decide if we're going to listen because we have to allow their, the adults' bigger perspective to shape your limited one. There are many adults in this room that have experienced so much more in life than you have, and your parents have experienced more in life than you have, and I guarantee their only goal is to make your life better than theirs was at your age. And so they, they want to instill in you. So you have to decide, are you going to listen? They, they've experienced more. They want to instill in you their perspective. Will you allow it to shape you? You have to allow them to, to speak into your current decisions. You know, one thing, and, I, and as a parent, man, I'll to be honest, sometimes parents get this wrong. Because in high school, at the high school age, like, Really, as a parent, you kind of become more of a coach. It's kind of like saying, hey, listen, you know, here's the rules. You know, here, here, here's the team rules. If you break them, here are the consequences. And so maybe you need something that's not breaking a rule, but they, they're asking questions about, you know, what do you think I should do about this? And parents sometimes, we just want to be like, hey, just don't do that and don't worry about it, Right? Parents can do that. I've done it. My kids will tell you I've done it. But a lot of times we as parents have to serve as a coach and say, hey, listen, this is, these are your options. If, if you do this, this, this is potential outcome. If you do this, this is potential outcome. If you decide to do this, this is potential outcome. But you have to make the decision for yourself. You see, you've got to be willing to let your parents speak into your decision or let adults speak into your decisions. And like I said, parents don't always get it right. I don't get it always right. But man, when my, when my kids come to me and say, hey, dad, what do you think about this? Man, that means a lot to me because at least they're asking my opinion and they're allowing me to speak into their decisions that they're currently dealing with. It's so important that you do the exact same thing, that you allow the adults in your life, your small group leaders, to speak into your decisions. See, here's the, and, and the other thing is you've got to move past the, the discomfort, and you've got to involve them in your life. For some of you, it's kind of a discomfort to allow your parents to be involved in your life, but it's so important 
that you do that, that you, that you allow the adults in your life to be involved, that you're not constantly pushing them away, that you're not constantly kind of stiff-arming them and keeping them at arm's distance. You've got to let them in. Because like I said, as a parent, they only want the best for you. You may not feel that way all the time because you don't always get your way. But I guarantee if I sit down with almost any, every parent in this room, that when it came to the hard decisions in life, they would say, I just want the best for them. I'm just trying to save them from this. So it's important that we allow them in. You see, without, here's the thing. So I can say all that, but you need to understand that without wise old people in your life, you can still be, you can still be smart, you can still be inspired, you can still be educated, you can still be hopeful, you can be strong and resilient. You can be all of those things. You can be whatever you want to be without an older, smarter person in your life. You can be all those things, but you're going to be missing something. You're going to miss something. You're going to miss a perspective that you can't have on your own. You're going to miss a perspective that you can't get on your own and from people your age. Because trust me, I know so many of you get your advice from your peers, and they don't know any more than you do. That's why I've always said, listen, you guys ready for some million-dollar dating advice? Okay, listen to your mothers. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Listen to your mothers. You know why? Here's a listen. Listen, I'm going to tell you this real quick. I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked this. But here, here's the reason why. Because in a dating relationship, whether you're a guy or a girl, in a dating relationship, you and or your friends are emotionally invested. They want you to date them. They don't want you to date them. They are they are, your friends are not always going to give you the best advice, but your mom or your dad can see right through the, the actions of that person. I can't tell you how many young ladies that I've had bring a guy into our youth group, and I could see right through what his intentions were, and I said, hey, you need to be careful of this guy. Because he's not what he's making himself build up to be. Or vice versa, hey, guy, this girl is not the kind of girl you want to be dating. And I've been right almost every time. Because here's the thing. You're, the adults, your small group leaders, your parents, they are not emotionally invested. If you date that guy or don't date that guy, they have no, they have nothing, they have no skin in the game. But let me just tell you, you want good dating advice or you want feedback on who you should date, listen to your parents. The other thing that you're going to miss, the other thing that you're going to miss is you're going to miss having a model to, to look toward. You're going to you're going to miss having a model to look for. You're going to listen, listen, you're going to you're going to miss the motivation to move to a better life. You see, your age doesn't determine your faith or your actions. Your age doesn't determine your faith or your action. Your potential is greater than what other people think about you. It doesn't matter about your age. So here's the thing. As we get ready to go to small groups, I want you to understand this. Listen, guys. I want you to understand this, that as you navigate life, you need other people. You need older people in your lives. And you need to give ownership to someone older. 
You need to allow adults in your life to speak into your life wherever you're at. Let's pray. Father, God, we thank you. For, Lord, I thank you for this series. Lord, I pray that, Lord, it has Lord, God, gotten into our hearts, God, that it's, it's gotten into our spirits, Lord, because I believe that so many of us don't understand how much you want to use us and how much you want for our lives. So, Father, I pray that as we go into small group, that, God, I pray that, that we will be able to, to talk about and about having someone older in our life to speak into our life, God. And I pray that as we go into small group, God, that we will uh, acknowledge, God, the incredible small group leaders that we have and how much they care for us and, and love us, God. So, Father, I pray that as we, as we walk out of here tonight, as we walk into our schools, I pray that we would, Lord, just do something incredible for you this school year. And, Lord, I just want to take a moment to just pray over every single school that, that's represented here in this room tonight. Lord, I can't necessarily list them all. I don't want to miss one. But Lord, I just, Lord, you know every, every student that represents a school in this room tonight. And God, I just pray, some have already started school, but Lord, many are starting school this week. And I just pray, God, that they will take the the words and the message from this series, and they will remember when they walk into their classrooms, when they walk into their cafeterias, God, that they won't look down on themselves, but Lord, they'll realize that they can set the example. And that God, that they will, they will seek you and who they sit with at lunch. God, that they will seek you and who they develop friendships with. Lord, I know they already have friends, but God, I pray that you will guide and direct them to new people, people, God, that need to hear and know your love. Because, God, I believe that there are students sitting in this room that you want to use to, to, to make an impact in their school for you. So, Father, I just pray that as we walk into our schools this year, God, that you will do something incredible in their lives and in these schools. And we give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.